0: Today, I'm gonna share the best year-end questions to ask yourself, your team, and your business to catapult your success in the year ahead. Let's dive in. Hi everyone, this is Jim Riviello and I wanna welcome you to the Getting Results Podcast. I'm so excited to have you here, so let's get started. Results matter. In fact, we're paid to get results. So the big question is this, How do business leaders like us, who really want to do the right thing and make a difference, how do they get results? How do they effectively lead others in the face of adversity? And how do they find the strength and courage to role model the behavior they want to see in others? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answer. My name is Jim Riviello, and welcome to Getting Results. Okay, before we begin, I just want to strongly suggest that you grab a pen and a notebook because I'm about to give you the best year-end review questions to ask about yourself, your team, and your business. If you don't have a notebook, pause this right now and go get one because I'm confident that the questions I'm about to share are going to prompt some aha moments that you're going to want to capture. You may even want to listen to this again a couple times or share it with someone on your team if you feel they too would benefit. Okay. Let's start by getting in the right mindset. Just consider this a virtual working session. If you're one of my clients, you and I have done this before, and you may even recognize some of the questions I'm about to share. If so, let this just serve as a friendly reminder. If you haven't worked with me yet, yet and I underscore yet, I sincerely hope this serves as a great introduction. On a side note, before we begin, I'm gonna highlight the key questions to ask regarding yourself, your team, and your business. And where appropriate, I'm also gonna highlight some questions that I strongly encourage you not to ask. And I say that because I believe knowing what not to do is equally as valuable as learning what to do. Okay, so let's start with yourself. I want you to reflect on the last 12 months. I I have to imagine a lot has happened, both in your personal and professional world, and I'm confident that there are some things you that you expected, and some things, let's be frank, that you didn't expect. So the first question to ask yourself is this: What did I accomplish? I mean, like, just reflect on everything you did over the last fall months, and identify just simply what you're most proud of. Seriously, take some time to think about this. Don't rush it. Sometimes it's hard to remember. Everything Hell, last January to me feels like a lifetime ago. So first, I want you to just capture the big stuff that comes to mind. What are the two or three major things you accomplished, right, and, and that you're just simply really proud of? Remember, this is about you. Personalize it. And as you begin to work through that, dig a, start to dig a little deeper. What are some of the minor stuff that also had a major impact? And I encourage you to do this as many times as necessary. And trust me, at first it's going to be a little difficult to remember everything. And if that's the case, simply pull out your calendar or journal and just scan through each month. And that'll serve as a way to jog your memory. I'll speak for myself. When I do this exercise, I usually struggle at first. It's really hard to remember what I did last week, let alone 12 months ago. I will tell you this, though. Once I dig in, I'm usually amazed at how much I actually accomplished or just how far I've come in the last year. It's like, Wow like, did that really happen? Many times it'd be like, you know, that happened this year? It feels like years ago. See, this is one of my favorite exercises, and I do it every year between Christmas and New Year. My advice is avoid jumping ahead. Like, typically when you do this, I want you to just resist the temptation to start asking yourself, what do I want to accomplish next year? Because that's where everybody wants to go. That's a question we'll ask later. Right now, I just want you to start by focusing on what you already accomplished. Make this like your brag moment. And I say that because so many people that I know are just so fixated on planning for the next year that they really take the time to express gratitude and appreciation for what they already have achieved. So try it. Right? I guarantee you accomplish more than you you initially give yourself credit for. Okay. The second question I want you to ask yourself is this, what didn't I accomplish that is still important? I want you to reflect on those overzealous goals you set at the beginning of the year. You know, the ones that you added, uh, or maybe the ones you added throughout the year that you never got to. What didn't you achieve? And is it still important? See, asking this question in that way serves as both a kick in the ass and a filter, See, often what I thought, personally for me, what I thought was important at some point in time is no longer that important. And there's a major satisfaction in just filtering it off my to-do list because it just simply doesn't matter anymore. That just feels good. Asking this question also serves as a much-needed kick in the ass for those things that you still want to get to, but for whatever reason you've been procrastinating or putting off it doesn't really matter why, you've just just been doing it. That's why I love this question so much, because like for me personally, I'm an overzealous person. And being overzealous is both a blessing and a curse, right? It's a blessing because it drives me, right? Yet, it can also stress me out because there's so much I want to do and accomplish. So asking myself what didn't I achieve, and if it's still important, allows me to recalibrate my priorities and focus on the project's that are truly the most important it also serves as a way to just like ha- cause me to look at things from a fresh perspective and sometimes like you know with, with a with a fresh mind sometimes not achieving something i find valuable right because i usually find that if i actually did it and you know earlier right th- that, uh, that right now, it, it, would, it wouldn't have been as good that right now i'm in a better position to work on it than if i had if i started at the beginning of the year right? Come wiser, I'm smarter, something filled in the the gap for me. So instead of beating myself up over over what I didn't do, I'm, I'm encouraging you to just reframe and refocus your intentions. Maybe, just maybe, you're like me and you're better equipped now to attack these projects today than you were months ago. Sometimes what you didn't accomplish is in fact a blessing. Okay, the third question to ask yourself is, what did I learn? This is without question my favorite question and the one that usually stops me in my tracks because it it makes me pause and think. See, in my opinion, we all need to ask this question more often. What did I learn? See, in my company, we have a saying on our team that teaching without learning is just talking, right? So we believe that every leader is a teacher. And to be a great teacher, we, we believe you first must become a great student. So this begs the question, as a student, what did I learn? Conscious awareness and self-reflection are acquired skills. So I want you to challenge yourself to answer these questions thoroughly. What did I accomplish? What didn't I accomplish? And is it still important? And what did I learn? See, to me, these are three core questions. And these three core questions form the foundation for a great year-end review and begin to set the foundation for the plan forward. And I encourage you to rinse and repeat these questions for your team and your business so for example like what did my team accomplish what did not my team accomplish and is it still important what did my team learn right that's one way of looking at it. you can also then spin it towards your business and say what did my business accomplish what didn't the business accomplish and is it still important right and then you know can pull that together and what did we as a business learn so it's like three different kind of ways of looking at it to me It's like I have these aha moments when I ask these questions because to me, I think they're pure gold. They can be applied universally in different situations, like I just explained. In my opinion, you should be asking these questions of yourself, your team, and your business all the time, right? You don't have to wait to year end. The leaders I work with, I encourage them to do this exercise with their team, not just at the year end, but at every month or every every quarter. Once and, and, and only once you have the answers to these questions, I just described, these three core questions, you can then begin to look forward, but only after you have that baseline. It just sets the tone for the right, for having a right plan going forward. So with that said, here are some of my questions to ask to begin the forward-thinking questions. The first is this. What advice would you give yourself? Given every new, everything you just experienced this past year, what advice would you give yourself? See, this is a major problem for most people. Most people are so focused on doing that they seldom stop to consciously listen to their inner voice. Many leaders don't even teach their teams how to think, right? Instead, they just tell them what to do all the time. You as a leader need to help your team develop critical thinking skills. So with that said, here here are my favorite three go-to questions to ask. What should I start doing? What should I stop doing? And what should I experiment with? (laughs) <laughs> bam right every leader should be asking themselves these questions on a daily and weekly basis and i'm sharing them here with you in the context of a year end review but seriously these are the very questions my team and my clients talk about all the time why because the answers provide valuable information and insight i believe every leader needs more self reflection i think it's it's in fact i think it's a shame that many leaders don't value solitude. In all our coaching programs, this is where we start. Because we believe if you can't lead yourself, how are you going to lead others, right? If the leaders on your team cannot lead themselves, how are they ever going to lead the people on their teams? Seriously, think about it for a second. If a leader cannot lead themselves, why the hell would anyone want to follow them, (laughs) right? I mean, it's common sense, but common sense isn't always common practice. Leading yourself starts by asking some core questions of yourself. What should I start doing? What should I stop doing? What should I experiment with? Next, consider your team. What should my team start doing? What should my team stop doing? Right? What should my team experiment? Do you see how these are universally applicable questions? You can also apply them to your business. What should we as a business start doing? What should we as a business stop doing? What should we as a business experiment with? Right? See, if you haven't had a couple of aha or breakthrough moments already, man, then this next question is certainly going to prompt one. Who can help me achieve my goals? Whew. One of my favorite questions, right? The question to teach yourself, to ask, is not how am I going to do something, but instead who can help me. I mean, I, I say this a lot, but, but so many leaders are stuck thinking that they have to figure everything out on their own. And I can say this with all honesty, because this used to be me, right? For years, I used to ask, how am I going to do X, Y, and Z, right? This, you. This, this just added more and more stress to everything I needed to do. Everything changed when I learned to reframe the question to who can help me. Ask yourself, Who can help me achieve my goals? Ask your team. Who can help them achieve their goals? Ask the business. Who can help us achieve our goals? And if I was you, I'd reach out to that person immediately. All right? Now is the perfect time to ask yourself these questions, right? Ask these questions about yourself and your team and your business in the same context I just described. Here's the truth. This exercise is easy to do. You know what? It's also easy not to do. Stop telling yourself you don't have time for reflective thinking. In my opinion, it's a must for anyone in a leadership position. The questions I share today are intended to make you think for obvious reasons, right? They're intended to make your team think, and they're also intended to accelerate the growth of your business. Here's what happens when you stop and consciously evaluate your progress. You give yourself permission to make the necessary adjustments that will move you, your team, and your business closer to the results you desire. It's the adjustments that are the key, right? As a leader, you have a responsibility to champion growth. You can start by asking some core simple questions that will unlock the logjam and catapult your success in the year ahead. At LXU, we refer to the people we work with as growth champions. Why? Because they're committed to growing themselves, their team, and their business. They have the courage to experiment with small adjustments to their daily routines to help them chip away at the results they desire. Every seemingly insignificant adjustment you implement will compound itself over time if you stick with it. But you know what? you got to stick with it. That's just a fact. Remember, you always have a choice. Don't worry about where you are what you've done, or what you failed to do. Today, right here, just like every single day, is a new beginning. Be proud of who you are. Be proud of what you've accomplished. Be proud of what you've learned that has brought you to this moment. But you have an opportunity right here, right now, to build upon the strong foundation you already set. You have an opportunity to accelerate your growth, your team's growth, and your business's growth. If you want to become a growth champion, or if you want to develop growth champions in your business, go to clevelfreedom.com, and I will show you how to free up your time to do what you love the most, which in most cases is growing the business and increasing its valuation. And if you're not at that stage yet, it's okay. I'd like to buy you a copy of my book, Freedom to Experiment, How to Ignite A new level of energy focus and momentum in yourself and your team. Follow the link in the description and I'll personally sign a copy for you. If you want to get out of the weeds, you need to do more than just hire the right people. You need to get the right people to do the right things. The truth is this, you are only as good as the leaders you surround yourself with. You need your leaders to think like leaders and you need to invest in them before someone else does. Those are just the cold, hard facts. And if you ignore these, I promise it'll cost you. I invite you to visit clevelfreedom.com or follow the link in the description, and I'll show you how to transform your mid-level leaders into growth champions so they free up your time to focus on doing what you love, growing the business. In the meantime, do me a favor and share this with others in whatever way serves you best. Enjoy your week, and I'll talk to you in the next episode.